0: I said it before, and I'll say it again.
1: That scene, that last scene.
0: What does it mean?
1: I'm the dude, you know. Get the fuck out yeah. of
2: here! No, I
0: cannot. That final scene starts now.
2: Hello, hello. We are back. My name is Sophie, and I am joined by my co-host Ben and Simon.
0: Yeah, we're back.
2: And I want to say Happy New Year. Then you're gonna tell me off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's too oh. late. It's done. It's the 17th of January.
2: Yeah, I need but to stop. But I'm feeling miserable. I think in January where I'm having the January blues. I don't know. I think it's because I was telling Ben earlier, I'm in army mode because I had so much alcohol and food over the holidays. We're now just like deem, protein, no alcohol. So I have zero serotonin in my system right G- now.
0: G.I. <laughs> Jane style.
2: G-I-Jane style. Yeah. Four Jan. But um, normally
1: when people tell me they're doing that, they're like, Oh, I feel so renewed.
0: Oh bullshit. Bullshit.
2: <laughs> it's bullshit. I'm it's drinking gin- so why are you
0: doing it? Then? Ginger shots every morning.
2: Yeah, I just have to get back on track. I'm doing it for a month okay. and I'm playing Call of Duty.
0: Playing Call of Duty does not does not track with no, that's, like being that's healthy. Army mode, though, isn't no, it, it ah, does. Okay. It does yeah. because
2: you forget to eat. Or snack, more specifically.
0: That is true. Because you're so ensconced in yeah. the yeah, game. Yeah, I understand yeah. that. I can play video games for hours. Yeah. Ellie sometimes will be say to me, like, if she leaves me playing video games and she's going out for a few hours, she'll be like, no, you will remember <laughs> to feed yourself, right? <laughs> and inevitably what happens is she will <laughs> arrive home and I will not have moved. I will be in the same <laughs> position. I may have made a pot of tea, but that hmm. will be it. I will not have eaten because I just I'm just ensconced or like I'm just in the game there you go I'm living the life Ben yeah. you
1: haven't touched your tea bucket
0: I know yeah <laughs> literally yeah I've got like a trough oh, it's oh. great it's my gaming trough
2: so how are your holidays I mean Ben you mentioned you've been watching a lot of stuff
0: yeah I did. But so I think we said that in the, I said that in the last episode that I was going to like write a list of things to do and to watch over Christmas
1: Oh yeah, you read it out, actually, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I read, I, I read it out. No, I didn't. I didn't get to a lot. I got, to, <laughs> I got to a few. So I've got the list of things I watched over Christmas. What got in the way? Christmas and like. <laughs> wedding planning and all this kind of jazz right it was quite a busy time did you watch
1: father of the bride (laughs) no
0: no we didn't actually maybe i'll watch that (laughs) maybe 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 the episode before i actually head off to get married that'll give you
1: empathy with how your parents might feel
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay fair enough fair enough i'll think i'll i'll think about that one so i said i'd watch avatar Way of the water and i did i watched rebel moon which I will come back to in a second because I, I loved think your commentary. I I, loved yeah, your I was going to say I think the only way to do it justice in my description of it is just read out the text that I sent to Simon and Sophie. I watched last night in Soho,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which I wasn't crazy on. Mm-hmm. I have to say mm-hmm. it's like a I don't know if you know, sorry. It's like an it's an Edgar Wright movie who did like Shaun of the Dead and stuff, and it's basically it's kind of like a horror movie, kind of psychological thriller thing about a girl who like moves to moves to London from Cornwall to do study like fashion but basically it's kind of like a sixth sense thing where she can like see people who have like been murdered or have died in the past and it's about her like she basically is living in this room that used to be lived in by a woman who was killed in the 60s and it's just it like it kind of like meanders a little bit I don't know what I don't know what it is about it like I normally love his movies but it kind of just like bobs around a bit and kind of weaves and there's there's an there's an amazing dance sequence in it like mm. don't get me wrong like technically like it's really and the cool set design,
2: yeah it's great and the
0: set design is great and the costumes are great yeah. but the story itself is just a little bit it's a bit dull for
2: my him. yeah my reaction of that was first half incredible great uh, premise second half
0: really yeah. bad
2: execution the boyfriend yeah. the boyfriend ruined it like especially if there was a third act oh, yeah. it was just like got very annoying yeah
0: and like there's some good like matt smith's really good oh in my it, God, i think yeah. like everyone's great in it, and, and everyone's really good in it, and uh, thomas e mckenzie
2: name? yes amazing and
0: anya taylor joy they're all really good and it's um it's diana riggs last last ever film as well and she's brilliant in mm-hmm. it as well and she's really good um but yeah i didn't really enjoy it that much i, I basically watched two movies in one night after watching rebel moon to try Loft. and like right the wrongs of the cinema world. I watched Gone in Sixty Seconds as well because I wanted some hmm. good uh, it was on Disney Plus and I wanted some good like noughties, 90s Nicolas Cage tat, <laughs> which that film truly is. It's so good at it. Hmm. Um and yeah, so I will before I before I go on to the thing that I started watching recently that actually is really good, I will I will I will read out the uh the <laughs> the running commentary that I gave to Simon and Sophie for Rebel Moon. And I hopefully it does enough For all of you that you don't need to, you know, watch it yourselves. I I initially said the guys are going to take the bullet for the three of us. Wish me luck. (laughs) First text was 12 minutes and 59 seconds in. First bit of slow motion. Next text was, okay, so 24 minutes in. And in reference to a young woman, a soldier has just said, that's how I like them. Strong enough to put up a fight. (laughs) (laughs) If an example was needed of how Snyder takes things people love and turns them into something for frat boy assholes, this is it okay guys quick update after a short tea break 54 minutes in (laughs) and another fight has been started based on an alien wanting to buy a man for sex just thought you'd want to know oh and Charlie Hunnam has an Irish accent why I don't know next text message was a picture of Ed Skerrin being basically molested is probably the word by these giant alien tentacles with in screaming capital letters what the fuck is going on then the next text after a few hours interlude and a half a bottle of wine, I've returned to Rebel Moon, and my god, the CGI <laughs> keeps getting worse. And then, okay, last text of the day, finally finished Rebel Mo- Moon, and that movie fucking sucks. That is all. It was it was so bad. It was it was genuinely dreadful. I felt the same way about Avatar: Way of the Water as well. Actually, that was except that was a little bit more visually appealing than <clears throat> anything in Rebel Moon could have been. It was just so it- dreadful.
2: A step back on Rebel Moon, how was it perceived? I mean, I didn't follow the conversation online. Like, did the critics like it? No, I don't like, think you know, so. Was like, yeah. No,
0: I think it was like, like just, two stars kind of stuff right. across the board. So just like <clears throat>
2: fanboys. That, it's like yeah. some,
0: yeah, some interesting people being like, there's some interesting fight scenes in it, but that's mm-hmm. kind of it. It's basically, you know, Star Wars for frat bros and kind of stuff like that. Does it have
2: that- like franchise
0: like, well there's it, another one oh, there's really? a, and that's the annoying thing about it is is that i said this to someone the other day is that having watched part one part two comes out at easter and i have time off at easter as well guys i have some days oh off and i really feel like i'm gonna have to watch it as well who knows maybe i'll take to twitter this time and i'll tweet my way through the film yeah. or x my way through the film whatever the hell you say nowadays <laughs> but it was just it was yeah i was I, i i went into it thinking There's some like really cool actors in this, you know, like I think I give Zack Snyder too much credit every time I watch (laughs) one of his films and I go, do you know what? He always talks about like how passionate he is about source material. So like when he made Watchmen, he's like, he talked about how much he loved the comic books and all that kind of stuff. He did the same thing when he made Superman and Justice League. Rebel Moon is basically his pitch for a Star Wars movie. I think he pitched it to Disney as like, this is my idea what you do with the Star Wars franchise. And no fucking wonder they said no. It's, it, like, they clearly saw this and were like, pass.
2: Bad dialogue and semi-decent acting aside. Is it the plot interesting? No. No, it's not. No, it's just no.
0: boring. And it's just like generic sci-fi story. There's nothing right. interesting about it. Former, like, soldier who, a, a, amazing warrior, goes into hiding because of all the things she did wrong. Mm-hmm. And then... Living life as humble farmer. Oh no! Here come (laughs) the bad guys who basically want to murder and rape everyone. Mm. She must take up arms again to fight for what is right. And you're like, and yet, and for the in the first twenty minutes, there is so much conversation about grain, like harvesting grain. You're just like, surely, like in sci-fi movies, like like in Avatar, they go about like this fuel source that the Earth needs. Mm -hmm. In Rebel Moon, it's like looking for grain to feed someone's soldiers, and you're like, (laughs) Jesus Christ. How much can you talk about harvesting? And then eventually they fuck off and it just gets worse.
1: Fucking it's hell. so
0: weird. Like, it's really, yeah. really weird.
2: It was anything good.
0: <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the... the no, ge- anything No, I
2: January, did. Or? So I
0: started watching Slow Horses. I don't know if you've watched that. Uh-huh. It's on um, Apple TV. Not the
2: last season. Uh-huh. So we watched
0: the first two seasons. And it, I really liked it. I thought it was really good. What did mm. you think?
2: You know, just one of those things where you're like... It, it's technically very good, but I'm just not, not feeling it, feeling it.
0: Yeah. I think you'd like it, say. It's based on these, like, spy novels. But basically, the idea is, is slow horses are the people who fuck up so massively in MI5, but it's like, well, we can't cut them loose, so we basically send them to do the busybody work for other people. And it's this department that's run by um, Gary Oldman, who is like this...
2: God, is Sleazy, in this. like, yeah.
0: arsehole old, like, MI5 agent who's been there since, like, the Cold War and stuff like that. And, like, he's, like, disgusting. He just, like, farts all the time and he <laughs> smokes cigarettes and he's an arsehole. And it's just, re- it's really well written and it's mm-hmm. really well done. And, like, mm-hmm. even though it's nice because also it's only six episodes and that, like, mm-hmm. good English TV style of way is, like, it's not 20 episodes of a season or even 10 where there's, like, so much suspense and so much going on. But it's just, yeah, it's really funny. But then also, like, it works really well. Like, it's a really good cast of, like, British actors and stuff in it. And then the second season, I would say, is as good, if not better. Is it on the Mm.
1: level of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy? Yeah,
0: I think so, yeah. I mean, uh, not as... Gritty. Yeah, not as gritty as Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. But there are elements of it elements of it there for sure it's weird because it is a drama but it also has like really good like light moments in it as well like gary allman's character is like he's kind of so disgusting and so deplorable you kind of just have you have to laugh at him every now and again and the kind of absurdity of the situations that are in the tv show but yeah it works really well i think it's really really well done i think as i say i think you really enjoy it
2: did you guys watch society of the snow the Netflix film?
0: No, no, that's the true story, isn't it?
1: About the
2: it. about
0: the plane that crashes in the Alps.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Is that what Alive was about in the nineties?
2: Ninety seventy two. They eat each
1: other. Yeah. Yes, nineteen seventy two. Yeah. yeah, and they have to carve like bits of well, flesh that, off each other. They, they yeah.
2: They have well the dead bodies. They didn't eat yeah. people alive. Um, yeah. It's a true story, isn't it? It's, it's, a, a, yeah. it's a true it's a story. Uh, it's just fascinating, and I mean, obviously because of the subject matter, but it's also so well done. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, well recommend. That one. What's it called cool again? Um, Society of the Snow on Netflix. And I think it's probably, I'm not saying it's going to pick up like an Oscar, but I think it's going to be nominated. Like it's. Is it a movie? I
0: thought it was a TV show. Oh, it's a movie. No, it's a movie. Oh, okay. I thought it was a TV show.
2: Yeah. So the TV show that's inspired by it is Yellow Jackets that I, I brought up in the oh, past. But yeah. it's like with women on the flip side. See, my,
0: my issue with that is, is I'm so terrified of flying. The idea of watching a movie where a plane crashes just yeah. fills me with so much dread. But then again, these yeah. people survive the crash and then eat one another. Yeah. So actually, exactly. I might watch it and go, listen, the worst thing that happens is I survive the crash and I eat people. It's a wicked well, adventure. Yeah.
2: Well, the reason I bring it up is because I feel like with TikTok, there is this new phenomenon where you watch something and then the conversation continues online. Yeah, I, I mean, we had that in the past, even with Twitter or with, maybe never Instagram, but with TikTok, it's like you tend to see the behind the scenes of the behind the scenes now. So I watched the movie and then you go on TikTok and you just see interviews from the survivors where they go on a yeah. press tour to promote the movie and they tell their story. And it's like, oh, my God, I want to. So wait,
0: do- is there like interviews of people who ate people?
2: Yep. They had to come out. Um, okay. and admit to it. because they had to, yeah. they had to be put on trial.
0: Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, yeah. No, no, I well, to, I don't know anything about the background. Yeah, to yeah. It, so. so the
1: people that had to eat people to survive had to
0: go on trial for it?
2: Yeah, because well, yeah, no it matter what, illi- cannibalism
0: is illegal, like even if the person's illegal. dead, yeah. So yeah. what happened?
2: Yeah.
1: That, this is really interesting. <laughs> no, I'm, that's I'm that's, it. Yeah. No, I never thought about the no, ramifications no,
2: of it. Yeah, no, that's the thing. So the movie doesn't explore that, which is a bit of a shame, but it was already a long film. And I think it's gripping enough to just be like, this is what happened. But the aftermath was that uh, they actually had to lie. No, well, they didn't have to. They lied about what happened. They were just like, oh, yeah, we just ate some plants or whatever. And,
0: yeah. And um, Jay died of natural causes and then just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> He's buried in the snow somewhere.
2: Yeah, exactly. And then obviously they found the bones and like the half-eaten body. So they had to come out. So they did go through the That's, entire... Is- <laughs>
0: This just reminds me of in in The Simpsons, the episode where, have you seen the episode where Homer climbs the mountain called the Murder Horn Mm -hmm. And that it's supposed to be this like Mount Everest style movie. And he basically, he gets sponsored by these power bars to like (laughs) climb the movie and he gets halfway up the mountain and they're like, Homer, you need to come (laughs) down. They're not even made (laughs) out of apples. They're made out of old Chinese newspapers. (laughs) But he gets to the whole thing is that grandpa tried to climb the mountain at one point and he climbed it with this other guy who was never seen again. Mm. And they they get up to this point in the mountain and they find the guy who's like he's like frozen in the snow and he has like a chunk taken out of his arm wow. and Grandpa Simpson's teeth fall <laughs> out of his mouth and perfectly <laughs> land in the tooth marks and they're like holy shit and then they find the guy's note and he's like that bastard Abe Simpson tried to bite eat my arm.
2: Oh goodness Goodness No like There was There's this whole Like side culture On TikTok Where like You hear these interviews Post movie You even Mm. have like Tom Holland Interviewing one of the survivors And like What is going on Um, So I thought that was a bit weird. But um, no, I think it's worth watching the movie just because like, obviously, like it's fascinating. It's a fascinating story and like what they had to go through in order to survive and how they were discovered. They Mm. didn't just like wait around. They had to go into some, they had to do some stuff.
0: I got Barbenheimer bought for me uh, on Blu-ray over Christmas Mm. and the glory of opening up the Oppenheimer case and seeing there was two discs because there's like a special features disc as well. Do you think we'll get to a stage where... People like Netflix and stuff like that will start doing. Like, you'll click into the movie, and there's like special features like director's commentary because there isn't, they don't do much of that, do they? I'm
2: surprised they don't.
0: Like, director's commentary behind mm. the scenes. Like, I watched, like, we watched Barbie on New Year's Eve, and then I just ended up sitting there for like 20 minutes watching all the extra featurettes of yeah. just like the 10 minute video of them talking about like how they did the dance scene. And you're like, all this kind of shit that
2: yeah. is
0: really interesting for like. You know, movie buffs to watch and I'm and surprised see what's going
2: on. they don't. I'm guessing they would they only like platforms like Netflix only get to do it for Does
0: Netflix do directors' commentary?
2: Well, for Stranger Things, yeah, you have a bunch of like okay. posts. Yeah. It's also like what percent of people are actually going to watch the stuff for yeah, true. for every I'd single ne- no, no you would, but like for ninety nine percent of the Netflix movies you wouldn't no. because they're, they're bad. Tell
1: you like really
0: special films that you bothered mm. or, or tv series exactly wanna, and netflix doesn't
2: it. have that very often does so like, it like that's <laughs> the thing like
0: i want I, I haven't watched it yet but i want to watch the oppenheimer ones because like i'm really interested to know like how they did all the visual effects and like all the different like the signs behind the movies and stuff like that it's really interesting
2: i, I mean you I mean, you bring up a great point i'm surprised like netflix doesn't have some sort of like for you page by now where you can just like yeah go into a rabbit hole of like barbie or whatever the movie is and just because
1: yeah, cons- I think my view is that the reason why we're getting longer and longer films at the moment is because of streaming services uh, wanting eyeballs for right. longer and longer and longer, which makes loads yeah. of sense. So, why wouldn't they want to get even more minuteage out of you by mm-hmm. releasing directors' commentary and yeah, extra features? Sure. Yeah, there must well, be. Well, that's a reason. the thing
0: like that Rebel Moon film is all, uh, over two hours long. I mean, <clears throat> outrageous. Damn. Oh, I watched Aquaman 2, by the way, as well. Oh goodness, that was fucking
2: crap. Yeah, I could only imagine. <laughs> but do you know what?
0: Do you know what? I will say for that, I will. Do you know what? I will give Aquaman two its credit. Jason Momoa and Patrick Wilson are like, if that, if if you just strip everything else away and you watch that as like a like a buddy cop movie between mm. the two of them, really funny, yeah. really really funny. Everything else in it is just ludicrous, mm-hmm. like absolutely outrageous, and it doesn't even look that good. I don't mm. think it's funny how like all the underwater bits look great, and as soon as they're CGI above ground. It somehow looks like the budget went out the window,
2: and the, and they cut um, Amber Heard almost entirely. Like I heard yeah, that her role yeah, was very she's reduced, like
0: severely reduced. In it, mm, yeah, I thought, yeah. yeah well, yeah, not that strange. I
2: loved her as Mira or whatever her name is, but it's mean, so yeah. was forgettable. But yeah, fine.
0: What about you, so? How was your your Christmas and New Year's and movie watching?
1: I continued my quest into implausible '90s movies that I quite enjoy rewatching, okay. and I watched. Well, I'll give you a clue. It's actually nineteen ninety nine. Okay, Ashley Judd. Oh, oh. oh.
2: iconic! Iconic.
1: Tommy Lee Jones.
2: Wait, I've seen this movie. Uh, Fuck, what is it? I've seen uh, and I saw it fairly recently. Quite
1: twaddly, but quite highly watchable. Is it, uh, I saw it fairly
2: recently as well. I'm gonna need
1: another the, clue. Okay, the principle of the film is around a sort of clause in the US. Constitution that says that you can't be tried for the same crime twice.
2: Yeah, double. Double? Oh my god.
1: Jeopardy? Yeah, double Jeopardy. (laughs) Yes,
2: yes. Oh my god, I
0: watched this film
1: like six months
2: ago. A great film.
1: Really enjoyed it. Very watchable, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is classic nineties. My Yeah, God. he's like exuding this nineties <coughs> masculinity. Is the fugitive? Is the
2: fugitive 90s the is nineties
1: that eighties? Well, I think 90s. It
2: feels nineties
1: or very late eighties. I didn't yeah. kill my
0: family. <laughs> yeah, I, I love don't it. care.
1: <laughs> That's quite good. <laughs> <laughs> also, that, in that category, I've got like Patriot Games. That's oh a lot yeah. Of yeah, there's some
0: good. There's mm. some good Harrison Ford like nineties. Like spot not really spy thrillers, mm. but like CIA type mm. thriller, like crappy thriller movies. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, that was good. And then I also did find a Keanu Reeves film that you recommended called yes. John Wick. But I, <laughs> I tried to watch the second one, and it was so bad I just couldn't be asked. Really, you didn't
0: like the second one? I binned it off. I didn't mind the second one to be honest. I didn't. I. I I actually think the John Wick movies have gotten there was to,
1: no I just it was just action but no substance you didn't you did like very,
0: um you didn't like the Peter Serafinowicz scene where he goes uh where he goes shopping I love that <laughs> that whole did you not like that bit I where he goes oh it's so good where Peter Serafinowicz is like he's like um he's basically playing like a maitre d except instead of food he's selling guns and he's like getting the suit and he's getting the plans and he's getting all his guns to go on the big assault of the nightclub. Peter Serafinowicz is the one who's like selling him the weapons. And it's just, ah, uh, oh, chef's kiss.
2: I can't knock them as films, but I get it. Like, I, I it's, the, it's the kind, like, I love, I really like John on week one.
1: So, I really and next, I watched one. it because yeah. you both said how much you just enjoy the easy to watch. You really enjoy the first it, good action. One. So
2: the rest... I enjoy them in the background.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I
2: need to be like doing my nails, like I, like it's a spa day. Like I just have to have John Wick in the background. Yeah. It feels great.
1: <laughs> that's a relentless violence in the background. Oh, <laughs> just I love to keep it. Me it's, a, it's,
2: it's exactly my <laughs> Yeah. It's why I play Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. You're like um you know in uh, it looks great. House that's the cards.
2: thing. That's the thing. Like yeah. He, he's also yeah. What he plays, Modern yeah. Warfare, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Very easy on the eyes, John Wick. Uh, great soundtrack. Um, yeah. easy to watch I mean, it looks great that's the thing but yeah, it's like stylized, I agree with you it? that there's no plot there's not like a Mission Impossible sort of story see I
0: think you know I think that's why I think that's why the first one is so good is that the first time you watch it you're like I'm willing like willing to suspend the disbelief of all this kind of it's stuff it's like got the old but plot just, of
1: uh, the uh assassin that's got to come out of retirement again Yeah, and he digs up his hole in his uh, basement yeah. and
0: he's got his gun but punch. also you're the,
2: investing it, the dog as well yeah oh, but yeah. it's
0: so stupid you know though. that dog's getting wasted quite quickly. <laughs> yeah but it's so stupid though I think that's the thing that's brilliant about yeah. it it's like like because I remember I think you had said being like he's just had a policeman call to the door and the policeman's just <laughs> yeah. walked away but that scene is just great he's it's like great.
1: so what What? tell me I about mean, this scene so the policeman comes to the door there's like been shooting for about half an hour Yeah, he's
0: uh, <laughs> like yeah. relentless he's literally he just like, like 45 the but he knows, people but he knows the, the policeman house. He knows the policeman by name. He opens the door he's like, Evening, Jimmy. Yeah. And he's like, You're working again, John? He's like, No, no it's not. It's like, Noise complaint? Noise complaint? He's like, Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, the guy's like, You're working again. So what happens to the bodies? Like, Imagine
1: 45 humans,
0: they <laughs> well, the, So dead. Where when, do they go? Yeah, but so in the next scene, The guys come to dispose of the bodies. They're like the cleaner guys. Remember? They come Just, in like there's that whole scene where they like wrap them all up in like plastic wrap yeah, and stuff. You like
2: a proper yeah.
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Proper. It makes Mrs. Doubtfire look like some kind of serious <laughs> memoir.
0: You'll yeah. You, you are like, what is that like uh that game where it's like uh oh you need to get to a certain from one thing to another in a certain amount of moves. Hmm. I think you can probably get to Doubtfire in three moves, no matter what the conversation is. True.
1: And then I <laughs> so I watched that's the second thing I watched. The third thing I watched uh was June. I've oh, never one. seen that. Yeah, but because yeah. you were mentioning the how often harvesting gets mentioned, yeah, in, uh, in Rebel Moon, Rebel Moon, and of course this film is all about harvesting <laughs> spice. Yeah, so it made me think of that.
2: How did you end up watching is it, Dune?
0: Is it any good? I want to watch it because the second one is out soon, and I'm kind of like, oh, if I'm going to see the second one, I should watch the first one. It's, it's far very too long, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it's ridiculous. It's just I could chop forty five minutes out of it. Yeah, really easily. But I I was watching it to find like. Clips and samples I could use in music because there's mm. lots of like sci-fi yeah. like vocal. There's lots stuff. of chanting. It's like Lisa Gerrard and the Gladiator with Hans yeah. Zimmer, but like a different take
0: mm. on it. Yeah, it's interesting because it's the guy who directed like Blade Runner 2049 and stuff like that. But it just Denny feels yeah.
1: The way I'd sum it up is that it's very beautifully shot and it looks yeah. amazing. But it's like the dialogue comes straight from Transformers. It's like but so the basic. Yeah,
0: but see the thing no, is that the dialogue that, is no. the dialogue is from a book from like was it the 70s, 60s or yeah. the 70s they like a very early science spoon fiction book. feed
1: the plot to you like it's like there's this particular lady I can't remember which character it was and the, she's just constant exposition letting Ferguson. you know what's happening. And it's just, I find it really patronizing. And they could have just cut a lot of that out, I think, and let you put two and two together yourself.
2: Um,
0: yeah. Sophie, Sophie no. hasn't realized that her facial expressions don't come across on <laughs> a podcast, and we need to I say something. I feel like I'm dissing <laughs> something that's very... Uh,
2: no, no, no. I'm, I'm with you in terms of like, you you could cut it down, but then you could argue the same thing about each film of his. So I feel like it's he's the kind of director we really are like, I don't have anywhere to go. I'm just going to mm. have to enjoy it and sit back and enjoy the ride. I also had a very different experience because I watched it on IMAX, right? right. So I think it's just a different yeah. experience where you just have to like sit back and relax. Yeah. Um I didn't I'm 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 not yeah again knocking what you're saying because I did watch it when it first came out. I don't remember going away thinking that the dialogue was bad. I do feel like I actually f- remember being a bit confused because there are a lot of characters and there's like it's mm. like an origin story. and yeah, The cast the, is
0: huge, yeah.
2: Cast is huge. <laughs> a lot of complicated I mean, it, it is a clear origin story, but there's just a lot going on. But isn't it like um,
0: is is I think that was the problem with the original dune as well, is the fact that it's the it's an incredibly long book
2: Yeah, that I just, you're trying think, to condense
0: yeah. into two fit like the like the yeah. book is huge and there's so much lore it's in it huge. and stuff like that. And it's yeah. trying to condense it into into mm. an yeah. hour or two like two or three hours. Exactly.
2: Know? And it's like I've, I felt, I felt the same with the first episode of Game of Thrones. It's just like a mess, like like a thousand characters that you have to, you know, sit back and... Re- and that's
0: easier to do with TV, though, because, the, for because sure. you, you, you then mean, have another nine hours to then kind of delve into it. It's no, harder no, with yeah, film. Yeah,
2: exactly. For sure. I just remember that same feeling. So I'm hoping that the second one is going to bring it... So that's what I was going to say. Is know, it the around? kind of thing
0: that you need to watch it, like... You know,
2: almost like a series. Yeah, yeah. like
0: because uh, it is part one and part yeah. two, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the the second one is a direct continuation from the first film.
1: Mm.
0: You know, picking up where it left off yeah. is going to be one of those things where, actually, as a whole, mm. you know, as has one five hour long epic, it's um, it's worth watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Sophie? What did you What did you 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 were in London over Christmas? Apart from playing Call of Duty, what else did you do?
2: <laughs> I actually don't remember what I was over Christmas, but I do want to bring up bring up a couple of films. So. I was Ferrari, the new Michael Mann film. Um, oh, yeah,
0: with Adam, M- Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Funny a man named Driver being in a film with <laughs> yeah, Ferrari. Yeah,
2: exactly. And my favorite uh-huh. of time, determinism, hey? Penelope Cruz, uh, who still is the show, and I hope she wins Best Supporting in the, in the Oscars, but I doubt it. Um, I would love for you guys to watch it because I'm still kind of torn about it. Um,
0: it's kind of like a made-for-TV movie, though, wasn't it? Wasn't it made by, like, Sky Cinema or something? It doesn't
2: feel like it. I mean, it, it feels very high but I mean, not high budget. Like, mm. it feels like a proper production. I wouldn't say like it's a made-for-TV movie. Uh, is Adam Driver playing
0: Enzo Ferrari? Is that who he is? Yes. Yeah.
2: So it is inspired by the, what is it, like the 1972 biography, Enzo Ferrari. And it doesn't, it's not like a traditional biopic. It tells like a very specific um, space in time where Ferrari is about to go bankrupt. Okay. And the sort of- he rolls the dice on a specific race to Mm. kind of uh, take a big um, gamble there. And what I didn't know about the story is like how much of a big role his wife had in all of this and the company. And she basically saved it. Um, And yeah, it's like Penelope crew is just incredible. Adam Driver I wasn't sure about him. I think mm. that's maybe that's what kind of trips me out about the movie because well, he's
0: like in his thir- 30s early 40s and he's playing a man who's in like his 70s, isn't he?
2: It's almost like, you know when you watch a movie and you're like I feel like the actor wasn't confident the first 15 20 minutes but then he found his groove. Like yeah. that's what I got away from him. Is it a
0: bit like um what was that what was that racing driving movie with Christian Bale? Rush. No, no, no. Um oh, Christian, the Bale. Christian Bale and Matt Damon one. Oh, uh, Le Mans uh,
2: 66. Oh, yeah,
0: kind of. Because there's a whole Ferrari element to yeah, that as well, isn't yeah. it? Someone plays Enzo Ferrari in that one. It Because rem- kind of, in America, that was called Ford v. Ferrari, that film.
2: Yeah, this one reminded me more of Rush. <laughs> Just
0: to make That's it clear. <laughs> yeah, <No. laughs> I love that it's retitled films. Yeah.
2: No, that film reminded me more of Rush. Uh, this one felt more like a biopic okay. of someone trying Rush to save his... Em- yeah. Rush is great, yeah. This one felt more like tr- someone trying to save his empire and... Up until the, the first half, I was like, "Yeah, that's a decent movie," but mm. the second half is incredible, which is why I'm torn about it because it focuses on the race and yeah. it has like a very Michael Mann scene. You're right. like, "Oh okay. my god, he's bringing it!" Like this is all Michael Mann, and like the entire cinema went like you could hear hmm. like a pin drop. Like oh, it great, just, oh, it, okay. it, yes, I think it's worth like, it for that tension. scene. Yeah, great, great tension. Like very nice. Yeah, and bringing the man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. So
2: yeah, I think it's worth seeing Ferrari. And then the other film that I watched was Made December. Uh have you heard of that one with no. um Julianne Moore and Natalie Portman? Controversial film by Todd Haynes, who did Carol and what else? I don't remember, but I know him from Carol. I recognize um, the yeah. No, I recognize that. Yeah, I mean, Todd Haynes, Haynes yeah. yeah. Um yeah, it's a weird one. I also What's don't it know about how- Okay, so it's about. Spill the um, tea. So Natalie Portman plays an actress and she's taking on a role of playing a true crime inspired, um, telling a true crime inspired tale. And the tale is um, Julian Moore, as a teacher, got together with a 13, 14 year old at a time um, had him, well, basically raped him. And the.
0: <laughs>
2: no, no, that's an actual story. No, it's funny because the true crimes, like as in it's real life, but also true crime in the movie, it's very meta. So, okay. So to take a step back. Julian Moore, as a you know, 25, 30 year old, don't remember, got together with a 13 year old. They okay. had sex and they stayed together and they had three babies. And somehow like 20 years later, Natalie Portman is like, oh my God, I want to play you in this film because you have this fucked up story that made it to the tabloids. And then Julianne Moore is like, oh my God, yeah, come and see my great my great life with, you know, this guy who's clearly fucked up. And the whole story is how Julian Moore, I'm sorry, how Natalie Portman tends to mirror Julian Moore because she wants to be like her. Also so very fucked up. She wants to marry a 13 year old. <laughs> Mm, it, it goes that way. <laughs> oh
0: God! It's
2: very Black Swan. I think that's the kind of vibe that it has. Very dark. Okay. Which is a very Natalie Portman, you know, role to yeah, do.
0: Yeah. It's her thing. But
2: Julian Moore is amazing as well, and it's funny because he's playing uh, a real, an actual person, and like you can tell the sort of mannerisms he's trying to take, and like mm. how a person like that can do something like that and have like zero guilt or has dissociated so much from reality to the point where it's like, what are you talking about? We're in love. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know what's wrong with it. Like he's clearly like having the time of his life with me. (laughs) And this guy has a story to tell as well. So yeah, no, it's uh, it's very much like old Hollywood uh, vibe. It does read, it does feel like an eighties sort of film, like Mm. what's the word basic instinct. Like it has that kind of um, era
1: quite stylish
2: quite stylish yeah and like it has that kind of like slow piano jazzy david Um, Lynchy. david lynch yeah i could see yeah i could see that i could see that um but it's been very controversial obviously because of the you know of the subject matter and also because of what it's trying to tell you and some people you know have argued that it's sort of like glamorizing this relationship Mm. i didn't Take that away from the film, but I also—I mean—I haven't read too much about the actual story. um But it's one of those things when you know you when you're watching a film with actresses like that, and you're like, "I'm in good hands."
0: Yeah, two people <laughs> who are very good at <laughs> what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul, yeah.
1: Sure. Paul Matti, is that for me.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. You were saying about Sideways. Yeah, yeah. he's your, he's your. Yeah, man. exactly. You guys got to watch yeah.
2: it. Oh, well, we have to. We, well, he's, well we he's. We need just to just watch it together,
0: Award. Yeah, he's just won a Critics Choice Award for the Holdover.
1: Maybe members, who, yeah. who is your guys's um, safe pair of hands then? Generally, oh, that's a good who's question. The, what's, who's the actor yeah. or actress that you like to see because you know it's going to be okay?
2: Penelope Cruz all the time, every Ooh. time. Yeah, 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 easily. Yeah.
0: I'm starting to think Killian Murphy's maybe my guy. I just oh, okay. think at the minute he's on such a roll with so many good things that I'm like, if he's in it, it's probably good. Mm. I, like you trust, like. As in, he's an actor who I trust. He probably picks his work so specifically that it's like he probably is only in stuff that he thinks. Would be What's good. the
2: name of that movie where he's um, on that plane with, with Rachel Adams? Yeah, Red Eye. That's a great yeah, film. That's
0: a great film. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Sorry, it just came, came to me.
1: Ryan.
2: Yeah. What about you, Sai?
1: What's the amazing Australian actress called in Little Miss Sunshine? No, his name I always forget. Oh, um, uh, Toni Collette. Yeah,
0: Toni Collette. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Hereditary is questionable, and, but yeah. and Rachel
0: Vice. Yes, yeah. yes, that's a great one. That is a good shout. Brilliant. I want
2: to see Dead Ringers, like the um, the Amazon show. I've been hearing good things.
0: God, I'm really struggling now to think of like safe pair of hands actors that I'm like, yeah, I trust that person. Ian McKellen? Um,
2: Ian McKellen's a good
0: one? Yeah, McKellen's a good yeah. shout. Probably Patrick Stewart as well.
2: Patrick Stewart, yeah. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> oh, no, he he's, no? Ha, he's had some, yeah, he's yeah, had in
0: some. Yeah, but in the same way that Harrison Ford had some stinkers.
2: Oh, yeah, which, yeah, I think, you know,
0: yeah. I
2: think I don't trust her judgment.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair. But then anyone yeah. who's as, anyone who's as invested in musical theatre as Hugh Jackman. There's always going to be True. a little bit. Of, there's always going to be a little bit of poor judgment True. there, no matter what. Oh, I, wait, that's so rude! Ben. Wait, uh, hey, I, you're talking to someone who did Amdram for years. Listen, I am that guy. I also shared a birthday with Hugh Jackman, so technically I should uh, have his life in a fairer world. Uh, but, you know,
2: with a couple of exceptions, Christian Bale.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Like,
1: I, I think because of that footage that got leaked of him I'm like is he a massive bellend oh, should yeah. I still like his like oh, can from, I separate from, the from Terminator
0: from Terminator Salvation yeah. yeah yeah oh my god yeah where he's screaming about know. the lights Tom Cruise has one of them as well doesn't he from um, Mission Impossible yeah. COVID, COVID one, yeah that
2: more justified I guess but. do
0: you know what until he slapped Chris Rock I probably would have said Will Smith but <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust him at all <laughs> wow it's, I mean his movies is are?
2: out i mean he had a movie um. yeah
0: emancipation yeah he's oh, um, is that
2: the one? oh that yeah that
0: was the apology yeah like going yeah know, going back with i
2: think something. he's yeah
0: i think he's probably trying to bring himself back i don't know how much he's doing though i do wonder if he'll like take a backseat and produce for a while
1: yeah
0: who's um, the actor in donnie darko what's he called jake gyllenhaal yeah he's who is egg, going yeah. to be in Roadhouse? he's Ooh. in
1: the roadhouse sequel. oh well, this... yeah he's patrick swayze in the new roadhouse But that's mm. gonna be quite jokey though and jake's normally quite Serious? Yeah, he's gonna have to pull it off.
0: Well, I would say so. uh I know you don't like superhero movies, but Jake Gyllenhaal is in Spider-Man: Far From Home and as like the bad guy, and he's brilliant in it. Mm. And, and it's kind of like there's kind of like some comedy funny moments in it, and he does it really well.
2: That's the one bit that I'm yeah it's missing from his career. So I hope he pulls it off.
0: Yeah, mm. we haven't like seen that. Kind of yeah, a, we, uh, comedy. A film. Joe,
2: yeah, we haven't seen him in comedy. Yeah, well, we may maybe in a wrong maybe wrong comes, I guess, but.
0: Mm. Simon Pegg is a safe pair of hands, I think. I, I don't I, know much about I him. Lo- like, I love him. I mean,
2: I just know him from like Mission Impossible and Son of the Dead, but oh, I mean, I the he's great
0: Mission Impossible, Shaun of the of Dead, him. Star Trek.
2: Oh, Star Trek. Oh, that's me. what
0: I really randomly ended up watching. I somehow got myself into it because it was basically on three nights in a row in Ireland over Christmas. I watched the whole J.J. Abrams Star Trek trilogy. Oh, hmm. wow. a complete, And they're so good. They are so good as like I, I can get, like like get into that as like fun as like fun science fiction movies. They're really really good. Mm. So is that like the Patrick Stewart
1: like a remake of that so era? Yeah. So
0: it's no. So it's a reboot of the um like the original Captain Kirk, the William Shatner era. Ah. So it's Chris Pine is playing Captain Kirk. it's uh, Scott. Um. Simon Pegg is playing Scotty. Um. The guy from here, Zachary Quinto is playing Spock. Who else is in it? There's loads of people. So Carl Urban, who's like. Basically, mm. King of the Nerds plays um, Hank McCoy. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's just really good. And then the the third one is just a really solid, like, fun sci-fi movie, mm-hmm. um, which they all are. And yeah, I think Simon's a safe brand.
2: So what's in your watch list? Because, you know, Simon, you made a good point before we started recording that we should probably start telling people what we're planning to watch.
1: Yeah. So my one is The Old Oak
2: yes which I've already said
1: I'm going to watch but I haven't mm -hmm. had time but I'm definitely going to watch it in the next couple of weeks
0: cool
2: what can we find there
1: I don't know actually
2: okay
0: I think I'm going to watch I'm going to try and watch Dune now off the back of this conversation Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and -hmm. and watch be prepared
1: for an hour of slowness and then it ramps up after about an hour and a half dude
0: I watched Rebel Moon there cannot (laughs) be anything as slow as that fucking movie don't you worry (laughs) There's so much slow-mo in that film. It feels like you're watching it at half pace. It's
2: very much a popcorn movie. Like, you know, yeah, get your popcorn, warm it up. Yeah,
0: I'm like, it's a, like a Saturday night a glass night of movie. wine. Yeah. yeah, like just- Get a takeaway. Yeah, Ooh, exactly. Sit down and enjoy myself. Exactly. Treat myself. Yeah. And watch yours?
2: Um, so you guys are watching Poor Things as well, because that's yeah. going to be our next final scene, um, yeah. because the movie's doing the rounds, uh, the Oscar rounds, hopefully, as well. And um, some,
0: general, some general Yorgos- Yes, if you have
2: time. I mean, uh, Ben, you've watched a couple of his films, mm, but yeah. Simon, yeah, would be very curious to hear so your
0: school
1: me on this director because I don't know anything about him.
2: Let's do that in the next episode. Okay. But um I mean, a quick
0: Greek, quick praise, Greek, cool, weird, Greek there you go. cool in three yeah, words,
2: super, yeah, super eccentric. I am massively like, I'm positively like surprised by how much he has taken off because he's so bizarre as a director. Like he's the kind of di- director you would only see in like super eccentric film festivals. Mm. So it's been interesting how he's gotten like actors like Colin Farrell and Rachel Weisz uh, so early on in his career yeah. to just, um, yeah, just to hear his own thing. I mean, what I told you earlier, like his positioning in in my view is very much like nurture over nature and he wants to build on that. but. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to what you guys think. Yeah. Yeah, very quickly. I'm just
0: looking forward to rewatching The Lobster. I love that film when oh, I yeah. watched it the first time. I mm-hmm. think I bought it on DVD. I'm actually annoyed at myself that I haven't seen The Favourite. It's one of those ones that I've been meaning to watch it for so long because it looks so brilliant and I just haven't gotten around to it. I like.
2: I also have a feeling it's short. I feel like it's like 90 minutes. I feel like oh, it's a short, yeah, it's like a dream. The
0: dream. Ho- I hope a 90 so. A 90-minute film. So. My God, yeah. the last couple of movies I've watched have all yeah. been like two hours plus.
2: yeah. So what's on my watch list? I want to watch um, Anatomy of the Fall because I'm hearing great things. And Sandra Hiller is supposed to be amazing in that. Um, Holdovers. I don't know if that's out in the UK. I miss it at LFF. I don't know if it's out in the UK yeah, yet. It might
0: just be out in the States because they're probably just, they probably pushed it out quickly to get yeah. the Oscar nominations.
2: I'm just hearing great things. And <coughs> yeah, sounds like a great crowd pleaser. Um I want to rewatch Maestro because I really liked it at LFF and I just want to give it a rewatch
0: even even though Killian Murphy has to win the Oscar.
2: Yes, he has to and he deserves it to be fair. Like, yes. I feel, I feel like if I were to give an Oscar to that film it would be to Carrie Mulligan but If he,
0: if he doesn't win we riot.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh and you got you didn't see Killers of the Flower Moon? Not yet. Not yet.
0: okay. I will watch it. I feel like I yeah. need to I feel like I need someone to tell me okay watch it for an hour and then stop at this point, then watch for another hour and stop at this point so I can watch it in like chunks. Mm. Because it's like three hours and some like 50 minutes, is it? It's like super long.
2: Like knowing you, I feel like you will not get bored. It it just doesn't, it's like a Scorsese film that I just like, But it's all. But it's also just.
0: When do I have four hours to
2: watch? No, no, that's true. That's true. I think you can do it in two breaks. I think you can do. Yeah,
0: like I love Scorsese, but also like when the fuck do I have four hours to watch? And I'm not like. And listen, I don't have a very exciting life. I'm not a very busy person. But like, when does anyone have four hours to sit down and watch a film? No, I feel
2: you. I feel you. Which is why not was it I at the eight the a.m. in the morning on Saturday? Oh, that's hard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect timing. Yeah, yeah eight you know. to eleven. They, some people get up go for brunch, yeah. Some people go for a run. You get up and watch four hours oh, of movies. Yeah. I mean, why not? I keep yeah. looking at William Shatner jokes.
2: I I, mean, oh, I can, some, I can on, tell you're on, distracted. What's some, happening? Give yeah. us some
1: William Shatner what, jokes, what, please. What happened when the USS Enterprise got a new toilet? Oh my god. William Shatner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, are they basically all poop jokes? Why
1: does the Star Trek uniform stink? <laughs> because <laughs> William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: literally <all> like that. <laughs>
1: Just read that actor Maria Mercedes broke off her engagement to William Shatner. She realized she'd be known as <laughs> Maria Shatner Mercedes. <laughs> 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 sorry i'll stop no you're good <laughs>
2: you're good i love how you oh, i love how God. you ended up in a sorry. william shatner, a william rabbit shatner hole.
1: mercedes yeah. is fantastic well, i have to like google stuff as you guys are talking about it so i i end up in these okay. little rabbit holes
0: well there's something to watch for you if you get the time i would recommend the jj abrams star trek movies they're good cool. like um and they're short as well they're like mm-hmm. the middle one's about two hours but i think one and three are about 90 minutes oh Just satisfying and a good beat and lots of beastie boys some good soundtracks Ooh. Them.
2: sorry i don't know why you saying jj abrams like made my brain click made you Click, but uh the iron claw yeah that's the film yeah, that i'm looking forward baby. to yeah mm. i have no idea what to expect but it's been a while since we've got like a good wrestling film so i hope you know this fills yeah, the gap the last
0: good wrestling apart from the wrestler uh, the Wrestler, yeah
2: if that was it oh yeah. well is great technically like boxing yeah, well boxing. yeah. If
1: once I've watched the Ken Loach uh, Old Oak film, it's lately going to be very depressing. Yeah. What should I watch afterwards to pep up with? Star
0: Trek? That light in the mood. Okay.
1: Yeah. Cool. You get
0: you get a uh, you get an out. You know Eric Banner? Yeah. You get an outra- You get an oddly kind of aggressive and camp oh. bad guy performance. Iconic make- from Eric Banner. There is yeah. The, uh, there's one scene where he like, he basically just introduces himself on a call where he's like, he's like, what's your name? He's like, my name's Christopher Pike. He's like, hi Christopher, I'm Nero. And it's, mm. it's just like, it's kind of, it's it's oddly camp. And yet it's, yeah, he's just really weird and brilliant yeah. in it. But what guy really has
1: such a bizarre career. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I know Eric Banner from this really, Good film from like around two th- early two thousands. You mean Troy? <laughs> no, 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 no. But no. he
0: has that really random career though. He's got Troy. He's in Black Hawk Down. No. He's in. He pl- he was he was the Incredible Troy. Hulk in the.
1: Why it, am I thinking yeah. of a guy with a massive cock? what isn't He in the? Weird are, do-
0: you're thinking, you're, are you thinking of? De- are you thinking of Deuce Bigelow? No, not no. Deuce Bigelow. Are, are you thinking of Boogie Nights? Yeah. No, that's Mark. That's Mark Wahlberg. He de- Is he in? Is he
2: in? Why do we talk? Th- were we talking about? Know. Is Be- he
0: in Boogie Nights?
2: No, I mean, no, that's, no, that's too early. That's like 90s.
0: Are you Googling Eric Banner, big cop? <laughs> no, no. Oh, my God. i are going to
2: get banned.
1: Um, what is it?
0: If Chopper. Lit- that's why I was the cop. Oh, Chopper.
1: Yeah, he so plays d- a gangster, isn't he? It's really good. It's, Shop- a, it's a, where Eric Banner plays the serial oh. killer. Isn't
0: it? He's like a gangster, isn't
1: he? Oh, Is he a gangster? I can't remember. It's oh, a really it's good. Like, film. It's like
0: a criminal, I thought.
1: Yeah. Uh, Chopper is a 2000 Australian crime drama film written and directed by Andrew Dominic in his debut. Blah 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 blah. The film stars Eric Banner.
0: Wait,
2: when when was that?
1: The top, there, The film it? follows Reed's life and time in prison. Yeah, he's like a gangster dude. Yeah, yeah it's really good. I recommend it.
2: Right, because uh, it's I, got it's
0: got that really weird uh, like um,
1: I think cover, there's a naked scene in it or something. Yeah. I can't remember. Mm. Yeah.
2: I would recommend the dry uh, 2020 film from him, also Australian. Uh, Aaron Falk returns to his drawstreak in hometown to attend a tragic funeral, but his return opens a decade-old wound, the unsolved death of a teenage girl. It's pretty good. It's like a decent like detective film, but, yeah. you know, it's like I hope anything he's nice Australian. Is
0: good. I hope he's a nice guy. He seems like the kind of bloke who be like a nice guy. Oh, yeah. Well, you know.
1: I,
2: would go, yeah, go for I found planet. the Eric
1: Banner penis scene in Chopper. It <laughs> came up top top of the list. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: this is oh my God.
2: <laughs> we are entering. Wait, wait, oh, all wait, I can wait, say wait. is,
0: while we're listening to this clip, Sophie nor I can see the screen. Oh, my no. God. Uh, all Something very bad it, just came all on All we've got is Simon's face, and it has just gone bright red. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm on a porn website, which is where the advert is a oh, goodness. This is the scene... Oh, I don't know how to do it. Wait, you, can, you guys can watch it. Okay. Why?
2: This is why I, I thought I, I, I'm, look, I'm
0: okay. Hang
1: on, what, bar, website?
0: It? what website are you on? I don't know. Oh, my Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's the scene.
2: Why are we even.
0: Asmen.azru.com? Interesting. A-Z-nude.
1: <laughs> why is his oh, cock as new out? A-Z because there's a new. scene where he's in a bar and it's a really posh bar and everyone's dressed really nice and then he's just got his cock hanging out. I don't know. I can't remember what the context a is. At bar? Yeah. He's making a point. I can't remember what right. the thing was about. I'm but just anyway, like, okay. That's why my brain remembered that. I'm not completely mad. <laughs> okay. Well, he doesn't well, get a star
0: trek, but he is. And the film's
1: it. called Chopper, which is a word for cock, isn't it?
0: I don't know. We've talked in a, an Australian, maybe. I can't maybe. remember. Maybe, Yeah. Any we, Australians, we let an an us know.
2: Eric Banner Rabbit Hole. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: Anyway, I'm going to rewatch that now. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Strange Career. Uh, but I forgot he was in. Um,
1: that's in my DVD box at home. Really? Chopper, yeah.
2: He was in Dirty John, like that cool. iconic Netflix series. Oh yeah. 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 He was playing like a yeah, creepy dude. He he went uh, down the Richard Armitage um, era, subgenre. Mm, I feel like yeah, Richard Armitage is taking a Netflix creepy, you know, husband. Uh, yeah. Creepy, trope. D-
0: creepy dudes with sharp jaw. And- <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Men who, when you yeah. look at them, you're like, I don't trust you. Yeah. For yeah. sure. And like, yet, somehow, women fall in love with him, marry him, and then inevitably, he probably fakes his death and then the, fucks up their life. Oh, that sounds is, just
1: like Double Jeopardy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's literally the plot of Double Jeopardy.
1: This the film is literally the, off, the f- they're on the boat, they're in love, they yep. they literally couldn't be any more in love. Yeah, so, and then they are like
0: doing the you're like doing the voiceover at the start. Yeah. Like, they couldn't have been happier. <laughs> and literally, the next morning,
1: he's gone. He's faked his own death.
2: That's. That's the plot of Fool Me Once, the, ne- the latest I started, yeah, Netflix.
0: Yeah, I watched the first episode. Oh,
2: don't. I think this oh, well, might
0: be. Can, no, we're going to watch it. We're oh, going to watch it. It's horrible. This might be the plot of around 20% of all Hollywood films.
2: Well, I think Netflix has found like a great subgenre there. And like, there are so many films yeah, in the back called, of that.
0: It's called Harlan Coben books is basically what it is. Yes,
2: that's what it is. If he yeah. wrote
0: it. If he if if he writes it, they will come, is basically their motto. It's like the fucking Wayne's World thing. I love if Saint Harlan K- Coburn yeah. writes it, the people will come watch
2: it. I love some Michelle Keegan, though. She's
0: really good. Oh, the, she gets maced in the first episode, oh, and it's yeah. fucking hilarious. It's hilarious. It's, it's so, so bad. funny. She gets pepper sprayed, yeah. and it is. Like, it shouldn't be funny, but it's fucking gas. By her nanny, by the way.
2: Yeah. It's just like next level shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would love reactions. I would love reactions yeah, I'll when talk you get about to about the ending. Next episode. Don't cool. Worry. Okay, that was really fun. Yeah. It was great to cuss out with you guys. Good to be back. Yeah. Okay. Happy so New Year, everyone. Happy, happy New Year, I guess. <laughs> um, okay, so next up, we have Elanthimos dedicated um, episode. We have Poor Things Final Scene, and we may, hopefully go on the actual debate that we've been talking about for like three years now, yeah. <laughs> Desert Island. Because uh, as I said last time, I'm suggesting I'm making a case for In The Loop, in favor, or in favor, against uh, Death of Stalin. So we can mm, talk about some Iannucci, Um The
0: claws are about to come actually,
2: out. It's going <laughs> to be a civilized debate because both are great films, by the way. Like, and I want to put that on record. Like, let's set the record okay. straight.
0: The most uh-huh. uncivilized, civilized debate we can have. All right,
2: okay, it's yeah, yeah.
0: Very diplomatic. Yes. I'll bring like a bell. It'll be like a wrestling match. I'll be like, oh. Are we going to top trumpet?
1: We haven't, we, we're still... On well, my special categories.
0: <laughs> the only your my special, films. Yeah, your special categories are designs so your films yeah. win every yeah. time. Yeah. Has it got the Simon factor? Has it got the Simon factor? My film has a Simon factor of 10 and it seems on your list, uh, on my list, yours has a factor. Is Robin Williams in it? (laughs) Was it made in the 90s? (laughs)
2: Awesome. Can't wait to uh, be back. See you in two weeks. Bye bye.
0: See ya. Bye. Did you like it? Did you like that? Did I like it? I loved it. I I had no idea you could milk a cat. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? Good morning!
2: Morning! Good morning!
0: Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.